Welcome back to the Stream Deck Podcast. It's your host, the Holy Grail. We are here with another amazing episode, a lot of amazing conversations by some of MLB The Show's best streamers of the year. You'll hear a lot of great insight from these guys, a lot of deep conversations, but also a lot of fun conversations. If you guys are new to streaming or you guys just want to learn a little bit more about these guys, this is a perfect opportunity to do so. But before we get anywhere else, I need you guys to hit the subscribe button. We need to get this out to as many people as possible. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the show. All right, we are back with episode two of the stream deck. We have an amazing cast today. We're going over uh, a few topics today, but before we get anywhere else, I just want to introduce everyone. Uh, starting the top left, we have Hi, I'm Sereni. Sereni in the building. Hello. Uh, next to him, we have Mr. Seabrev. Next to him, Ants coming back again somehow. Uh, we appreciate you. Hey, back to back. I'll take it. Limitless uh, in the bottom left, I guess middle left. Oh, yeah. And then we got Thuni in the middle. Hi, how's it going? And my man, Graceful Swan, rounding it out. Howdy. So me and Scan are here um, to talk about, I guess the, the, the topic today is, is going to be kind of centered around um, everyone's, you know, rise to success today. But I really want to get to everyone's, you know, background story on everything. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go and ask everyone, uh, you know, we got some questions for everyone individually. And then we're going to go ahead and just have a group discussion about, you know, this whole content creation journey, you know, what worked well for them, what didn't and kind of, you know, their rise to their success. So um, before we get anywhere else, I almost everyone in here, um, I mean, Limitless is well on his way, but Serenity, Seabrev, Ants, Thuni, and Swan all became partners this year through Twitch, which is an amazing accomplishment. And um, all are playing MLB The Show, which is another huge thing for the game. We get a lot of viewership this year, and, um, you know, it, it wouldn't be without these great content creators. So I wanted to start this. Um, the first question will be for Serenity because... Um, he has actually been in here the longest out of everyone. He started creating content back and will be the show 15, 16. When was that, Serenity? Uh, it's like mostly 16. I did like a little bit on 15, but I don't really count that. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, let, let's just start back. Um, and will be the show 16. So you've been creating content for a while and, um, you, you've seriously, you, you've grinded out every year. Um, some more than others, but this is the year that, you know, everything clicked for you. You know, you got the Twitch partner, you were involved in the content creator league, which was huge this year. And you made it all the way to the finals, uh, hats off to you, man. That was so fun to watch. And, uh, just to see your success this year has been amazing to see, especially as a fellow Mariners fan, you know, so, you know, got to give it up for Seattle. So, um, yeah, just uh, just walk me through kind of you know what was what was the thing that took you over the top this year? What and and kind of what was the uh, motivation to keep keep grinding after all these years? Well, I think my main motivation is I mean I just like doing this 
and you know I enjoy doing this. I uh, on a personal level, I don't really get out much. You know, I don't really do much. So being able to make content and scream and talk to people and you know I've met all of you awesome people in here and you know way more that aren't here uh, watching or in the call. Uh, it's just something I love doing. It's a passion of mine and. Uh, you know, on the way of that is Twitch partnership. And so if I could have, you know, pushed it to the next level and uh, get farther than I already was, that was, that was my main motivation. And um, it's been, it's been a wild year. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can't, I can't really say I expected anything that happened, especially with how wild this year has been. But um, yeah, I guess that kind of summarizes it. Yeah, that's, I mean, and also you, I mean, you grinded out this game too at the beginning Especially, I mean, uh, you were going live damn near every day, weren't you? Yeah, I think I was like, like between five or tenth in the world to get the prestige. I was kind of, kind of no life in it. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. Those were exciting days, though. Actually, once we all figured out there was like that prestige, you know, XP, that was a lot of fun to see. It was, it was a, it was a nice touch this year. It was really exciting for sure. Awesome. I agree. Um, so with that, I guess we'll just move on to see Brev after that. Um, it's cause I want to, you know, we'll, we'll just try just keep it moving. Um, and so my question for C Brev, I got a post here for you, um, from last oh, year and, um, let me just, let me just read it out to you. And I just want, I just want you to just put yourself back in this mindset because honestly, a lot of people, including myself, would have given up after all the all the effort that you put in and and this tweet reads um let's see since here we go uh feeling kind of, sorry sorry is this okay see Brad, if i read this out loud <laughs> yeah you're good okay, i know okay, what okay, tweet okay. it is <laughs> sorry, okay. so this post is from december 29 2019 and you said feeling kind of down today i feel like i've accomplished so much this year yet so little at the same time i know youtube twitch is a grind but man it's been extra long for me. 250 videos and not even 800 subs on YouTube is really tough. And it feels like I'm running through the mud. And so what I want to ask is, is what was that motivation for you to, to keep pushing YouTube? And, you know, we all know uh, the success that you've had this year on YouTube and on Twitch. Um, so I just want to kind of get in your mindset, like what might have changed for you? Did anything change or was it kind of just that persistent hard work. Yeah. I mean, we'll just sticking with it is, is the main thing. Like you can't just give up unless it's been multiple years, I feel like. And it's not like I would have done anything else with my free time. So I might as well keep trying. You know what I mean? At mm -hmm. that point. But um, yeah, I also like started in June uh, making content last year. So mm -hmm. I wanted to at least give myself a shot, like to make content at launch and see what would happen. Cause I didn't really get the upswing of like the first three months when I first started. So I had to give it a shot, but honestly, if I still wouldn't have gotten a lot of subs, I'd probably still be doing it. <laughs> so, um, I've moved a lot from external to internal validation over the last year for sure, but that's how I felt at the time. So mm -hmm. it's a cool thing to look back on. Well, I know you also, you know, you created content for Madden too. And so I'm kind of curious, like, you know, was the mindset the same when you were doing content for for Madden yeah, as so, opposed to YouTube or for, as opposed to MLB or? 
So I think that was one of the reasons I was upset is because I always looked at my Madden stuff as like a failure. And so when I moved on to MLB, it felt like I was failing again, which is why it hurt more, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, but my Madden stuff was so long ago and I didn't even do YouTube right or anything. It's amazing I had as many subs as I did. So uh, you live and you learn, I guess. I couldn't be happier with where I'm at now for sure. Mm -hmm. So your kind of game plan was that, you know, you were just going to hit hit the start of 20 just as hard as humanly possible? Is that kind of... Yeah, the... I mean, that's, yeah, that's how I'm going to be every time the game comes out now, mm -hmm. but... No, it's, it's Yeah, a I guess it idea. was extra hard this mm -hmm. year because... Well, I took it extra hard this year because it was my first chance to, like, do stuff at launch, so... Gotcha. I uh, didn't sleep much, as TikTok <laughs> would tell you. I believe that. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that, Seabrim. I know, you know, know it's I know it's been a grind, man, but to see your success, man, it's it's super awesome, dude. Thanks, man. Everyone in here's had great success. Mm -hmm. Um, moving on to my man Ants Larmstrong. Um, Ants is someone who started um making MLB the show, um, I guess content, started streaming YouTube. This year, uh, previously had played some shooters, uh, mainly Battlefield Five. Uh, did that for roughly a year. Feel free to correct me, Ants. Um, yeah. But take, yeah. Um, I just want to take I want to take you back to not only the decision to go to you know go to MLB the Show because I know I know you've touched on it in your stream and all that. So I I don't need the full story, but um, I did. I did see a tweet, and I, I feel like this was a real turning point for you, and it, it basically said, so I'm a YouTuber now, and it was like a screenshot of maybe like, I can't remember, it was probably that Mantle video um, where you just saw a crazy amount of success on a YouTube video or maybe multiple videos, and um, you know, from, from then on, I guess the, the rest is history, so just kind of take me through that, and... Um, and kind of what, you know, your decision to do all this. Yeah. So, I mean, YouTube was something I wanted to do for, you know, a long time. It was just a matter of finally having something that I was both, like, passionate about for YouTube. And then that would actually be attractive to audiences. So, I think that tweet you're talking about was actually after the very first How to Make Subs video. And mm. I woke up, I posted it. I posted it for, like, a couple friends because I had a couple mm -hmm. friends. I was, like, halfway to Mantle in, like, a couple weeks. And I just like friends, you know, people I play with like, yo, how are you doing that? How are you doing that? I was like, you know what? I'm tired of telling y'all like the same thing in 20 different conversations. I'm just going to make a video and post it. <laughs> and, you know, we can all watch that together and that'll be it. Mm -hmm. And I posted it and I woke up the next day and it had like 150 views. So I was like, whoa, this is like the craziest. Maybe this is, you know, I finally, something finally clicked there. And then I just kind of was able to run with that. So yeah, that tweet was even before like the Mantle video. That was super early on, probably after like one or two like how to make stubs videos and how to like get a good team back mm -hmm. in like March and April. Yeah. I kind of switched just, there was nothing happening in battlefield anymore. I was tired of playing it and I was like, okay, MLB has always been my game. I probably would have started streaming with MLB, but I started streaming in September of 2018. So right at like a, yeah, downfall a, a terrible time for MLB, the like show, the worst, like worst time in MLB, the show history. hundred percent. Of us would probably agree with that. So I was like, I'm not touching that at all and then i didn't end up you know i was too scared to do it in 19 because i had good things going with with what i was doing but then 20 finally finally made the jump and kind of caught lightning in a bottle but that all said i mean 
all the YouTube can kind of, you know, somewhat blew up overnight. I went from like 50 subs when I posted that first video. It was, you know, streaming from September of 2018 till March of refining my content and upgrading my equipment and how I approach streams and content and all that. There was a lot of, without, if I wouldn't have had those years of, you know, streaming to 10 viewers and solely upgrading and figuring out how I wanted to do it, I would have never been successful, you know, on the YouTube side with the videos I had or on the mm -hmm. Twitch side as much it has been either. That That was almost as important as anything, having that time to just kind of get my footing and understand what I wanted to do with things. So kind of going off that, like, yeah, I, I know you you said, you know, working through those, you know, 10 viewers or whatever. And what I notice about your streams is that you always have like a super solid, um, super solid, like base viewers. And I always see every time your VIPs, you know, all those guys that are always there, they're always playing together offline. Every time I'm near your discord, I always see the same people talking together. And um, I just kind of want to know, you know, maybe for, you know, more the viewers out there like you know what kind of you know environment do you think um made that to be possible and kind of you know how how you might have built that friendship with everyone because because as yeah. as good as you are at youtube i mean i you know we all love the streams too so yeah i think that kind of part of you there's probably there's multiple things that play i think one of the parts goes back to spending so long streaming to 10 15 viewers whenever somebody would come in it was you know it was a it was a it was an event it was you know it was a big deal whenever there was you know even one follower so then mm -hmm. i would make sure i took the time to get to know them personally if they were to stick around and you know engage and things like that so that was something that as i went from 10 to 20 to 30 to 50 to however many viewers that was something that i you know tried to keep going which i think played a big impact as well you know i i i like to think that no matter the viewers i a lot of times I feel like it is kind of like a small, it feels like a smaller community, mm -hmm. even if there are a lot of people still there, you know, hanging out. Um, and then Discord's another thing as well. I think being active in Discord and hanging out in those voice calls and I'll play games in Discord offline and just sit there and just chat with people. Mm -hmm. That kind of, you know, interaction is just another way to help to get to know people more. And then they get to know me more as well. So you kind of form those, those bonds that help to draw people back in stream after stream after stream. No, that's huge. No, 100%. Important. It's a very important, I think, aspect to all this too. So thanks for yeah, I can vouch for this too. That's a big yeah. thing to build and build your community. It's not something that you see used enough in the uh Yeah, the and that's something I put it off for a long time. I was like, ah, nobody's gonna use this like eh, nobody's gonna join my Discord and then I finally did and it just, you know, it was slow at the start, but every you know, it finally took off and this yeah, <laughs> I'd I'd say almost more than anything, Discord's been the biggest part of all my community it no, feels you know when someone gets in that. the discord kind of get it gets plugged in they become you know those regulars pretty quickly 100 mm -hmm. percent. appreciate that ants um moving on to limitless so Shit. um i think i think limitless is the newest streamer out of all this i think thuni started um a little bit earlier than limitless did um but, you know, I, I've heard, you know, I, you know, Jojo talked about it, like your mindset going into everything. And, you know, you started off super strong. You had, you know, everything ready to go. And, you know, your personality is amazing. And every stream that I go to is just absolutely lit. You know, cue the, the air horn. And um, I just, uh, I want to know what was 
you know, what was the mindset going into streaming and kind of like before anything, it seems like, you know, for me, at least I went into streaming just kind of really with no plan at all. And I was just like, I'm going to just play and it'll be the show. And, and if a couple people come in, I'm going to hang out with them. They're going to be my best friends. And like, that's going to be it. And I, yeah. whatever happens, happens from there, you know? So I'm just curious, like what was the mindset and, you know, um, you know, you're obviously killing it right now. And, you know, it's, it's awesome to see. And, and you two have a really awesome community of people. So, um, I just want to know kind of what, what was the thought process, you know, getting into streaming and all that. I didn't, I didn't really have a mind, like a process of what, what was going to happen. I just realized I started because I was, I was one of six people that I used to party up with. And I realized I was in the game. I was always on but after work weekends playing the one. I was just like, I, I want to have fun and I'm tired of kind of being by myself. That's how I kind of, <laughs> I'm tired of just playing by myself all day. I'm just put music on, I grind MLB or I play 2K or I play Madden. Um, and then the whole pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. uh, and what happened was, you know, I, I got laid off for work and then I had this kind of like open availability. I was mm -hmm. kind of like staying home with my kids, chilling with my family, but always playing the game. And uh, I don't know. I, I remember just, you know, the last few years I've been on Twitch, just I've been supporting so many people and just kind of like, not idolizing because everybody's human. I don't want everybody's just like celebrity some, but just kind of like appreciating the fact that there's people who stream, people that actually just put that camera on every day, be on the mic every day, and they sit there and they actually play this game. Mm -hmm. They converse. And to me, I always kind of like stared at that, like, holy crap, he's doing it. Doing mm -hmm. it and he's having fun. And you got, you know, even people here, they have a community that like, they joke around all day, they just talk all day, and it looks like they're just having fun while gaming. That was my first mentality just have some fun, build a community, be myself. Anybody that's been in my stream knows my community is crazy. And it's because it fits me. I'm loud. I'm crazy. I like loud music. I play funny things. I like to just joke around all day. And I know going into it, I, I told myself I can't lose that. I can't. Because then I'll, I'll turn that camera on and I won't be myself. So mm -hmm. I just made sure when I got in. I don't know. It's just my personality. And little by little, just from four viewers, six viewers, to 10 viewers, 15, to 20, and 25. And from, I say about six viewers to 20, I didn't even have the counter on mm -hmm. literally turned it off because it kind of did get to me a couple times no 100 percent. i put everything together uh and you know i only streamed to six people and i didn't get it you know i still had to grow and i still have to grow now and and i saw six people kind of discourage me because mm -hmm. again you, you see these higher bigger dudes with a whole bunch of people in hundreds and 75 to 80 and it kind of discourages you and i'll tell anybody that asks for advice about streaming that's not what it's about that's what it's about it's about having fun it's about literally just doing what you love and doing what you like if there's something that you feel you have a passion for, go for it. But when I had that jump and me even getting bigger, I, I really didn't even realize how big I was getting. So one day I literally just turned the count on 20 some <laughs> people. And I was like, Yo, holy shit, this is coming bigger than what I thought. And the next week I got bigger and then more followers. So it was, it was honestly a, a growth that I didn't even see coming. Mm -hmm. I had no expectations. I actually, I'm actually a person that expects less. So I don't disappoint myself. That's something my wife can even tell you. Everything that, anytime there's something positive about to happen, or I always downplay it mm -hmm. because I honestly try to hide that from myself. I, I can't disappoint of what I thought was going to happen. You know, I can't just disappoint myself or kind of get too down because I was already expecting it. So I kind of came in not with a negative mentality, but just a mentality of a, probably this is not going to work out. Probably it's going to be just nice and small. And this has completely shocked me. Coming in, I didn't really expect Um. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, having that mindset is, is absolutely huge and not like, you know, not trying to look at numbers and just trying to, you know, just entertain the people that are there for you. Um, an, another thing that I really respect about your streams and just you as a person is that, you know, you're, you're a creative, like you got all your scenes on point, you know, the transitions are on point, the music, everything. Um, so I'm just wondering, like, do you have any sort of experience in any of this? Like, did you create these no, scenes? Like I, I've been, I've again, two years of watching, watch. I just, mm -hmm. Even when I was streaming, I don't know people I actually went other people. I, I do that with anything, either, you know, something on my car I needed to fix. There's a leak in my house. What type of person where I don't just jump into things. Mm -hmm. While these two years of me just watching people, I literally watch what was great, what people liked, what people commented most on, what people kind of liked so much, whether it was the music, whether it was transitions, whether it was a good overlay, whether it was just more like comical people or kind of be more subtle. I, I literally, I watch everything. Everybody here I've watched mm -hmm. individually and work individually. I've just taken something from what, from what I've seen. Mm -hmm. So I knew coming into it, I wanted to make noise. If I wanted to kind of stand out, I had to have everything together. So before I even pressed that button, I had everything. I had scenes. Mm -hmm. I got my stream deck. I have everything ready for me to just blow forward, never look back. That's, that's just how I am. I always like that. I always overdo things. I try to make sure I am, or I try to bring the best of the best because you got to come with the heat. And that's no, it's not that it's a competition, but to me, it's just you got to come with it. You know? Gotta come with you can't be just like a basic person and to me. I just felt like I don't know, having the overlays, having the scenes, having the music, having all the transitions, I felt like that was the way to go. And that would be the most successful and then give me the most success trying to stream. Yeah, I feel like it's more like it's more of a competition with yourself. Like and you got yeah, you want to present yourself as best as you can and and things like that definitely enhance it and make it easier to understand, you know, where you're coming from, your your you know theme of everything i guess you could say for lack of better term and uh yeah i just i mean that's you know it's it's one thing to say you did all the research and stuff but not everyone can like can put that together you know what i mean so just goes to show you know what kind of character you are so appreciate that limitless um hey. moving on to thuni um i'm gonna have scan actually uh take over for for this question um yeah. So I'm a, I'm gonna let you let you go through this one, Scan. Yep. yep. So Thunia is a, an interesting commodity out of all of us because you started with this twins broadcasting thing, and you have multiple articles written about yourself. You've been asked a billion times probably about how you got started with that. But what I want to ask is how the transition from broadcasting these twin games on MLB the Show and transitioning from sports broadcasting that into trying to get into streaming yourself. Because it's a completely different transition that any of us have gone through. You know, a lot of us have started from square one of streaming and been going at just doing this thing alone since day one. But you had your own twist to it that is a lot different than the rest of us. I want to ask you about, like, what what has that transition been like from finishing up the twin season into going into solely streaming where you playing will be the show and stuff? And, um... Also, if you've learned in that process. Yeah. Uh, so with that virtual twins broadcast I had, um, so for anyone who doesn't know, I should probably explain really quick. So yeah, when, um, when COVID was really going on and MLB postponed the season for a long time, I was bored and I missed baseball. So I had um, 
broadcasting experience before. I'm calling some high school games in my area for football, and I wanted to do that for baseball and MLB the show. So every single day, I would like look at, oh, the Twins were supposed to play at seven today. Well, I'm going to go live with the Twins and the Tigers. I'm going to commentate the game. And fortunately, a lot of people liked it. Um, I, I was also lucky because I was uh, allowed to post about it on the Minnesota Twins subreddit every day. So I think that was a lot that helped my viewership immediately because I was going to different social media websites to help boost my numbers there. But I mean, at the end of it, the the final game the Twins had in that season was game six of the ALCS versus Houston. And we had 130 people watching and I had only ever averaged like 20 or 30. So that was like, oh my God, like what is going on? And then I got done with that thing or that, uh, that project and I was really nervous because my job was giving me less hours and the time that I was working at Chipotle at the time was the slot that I've been streaming at for the past um however many months and I was super like so it was weird because I had never streamed like I won't be the show I didn't know if I would like fit in I didn't know if I was a personality that people would like and at the time, I remember I was at like 300 followers and I was like talking to my wife. I was like, is this a good idea? Like, there's so many other people that do this anyway. Like, I don't get how my content would be any different from anybody else's. But I mean, it's been however many months and fortunately just got Twitch partner um, about a week or maybe less than a week ago. But uh, I'm still learning like every day. I'm still learning YouTube. I'm uh, Swan uh, was like the first person I saw on TikTok. And now I'm trying to like learn TikTok along with uh, everybody else, but it's a learning curve every day, but I just, I can't believe that it happened because back when I got done with that virtual twins thing, I was like, well, this is over, close the channel and I'll just start watching people again. So it's crazy. No, that's cool to hear, man, because I know that I would, I would feel that same kind of position because you get a lot of us feel this in some sort with at this point, you're going to be the show, but you get noticed for one form of content and you kind of, make that transition to something else there's usually that that nervousness to jump and almost like what ants went through such from battlefield to mlb it's like you almost went through a different but a similar kind of thing where you're switching into becoming just an mlb the show guy and streaming that and definitely glad that you took that jump because it, it's been a pleasure having you in the community and you've been absolutely killing the game man and um glad that you did man because it's a it's a difficult transition to to do that kind of stuff to jump from one form of content to the other and you've absolutely killed it. And there's a ton of us in here that have been grinding at this for a while and you're just zooming right past it. It's absolutely impressive, man. So uh, shout out to you for that. Well, like the other thing with the whole zooming, uh, like zooming past and like up to being partners is, and believe me, like I can't believe I got part of this fast. It's crazy. But um, I was averaging when I started streaming in the morning, playing MLB the show, I was at, maybe 20 or 30 average viewers. And then the thing that propelled my channel the most was that drops weekend that MLB did. I was planning to uh, pick up some more shifts at work and I saw that they were doing this drops weekend. And I was like, well, I'm going to just stream until my eyes fall out, like from <laughs> Thursday through like Saturday. And I remember um, Friday or uh, Saturday morning, I went live and I peaked at 492 viewers and I bet 450 of them were people just leaving my channel on for drops. Cause I was probably the first like stream they saw on that morning. But uh, I think that drops weekend gave me like 800 followers in the span of two and a half days. So 
to um, him. That definitely yeah. helped a ton. So MLB, do more drops weekends for yes. everybody else that's trying to <laughs> yes. go to. If you're hearing this, MLB, yeah. more drops, please. Especially right yeah, now, more okay? People. More people into community, man. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because I was going through your tweets, and that was one of the tweets I saw. I saw you tweet out a screenshot, a stream summary, and you were like, this is absolutely insane. I was going to – I think that was a big turning point, like you just said, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because definitely want to see more of that. I mean, it's not even just like a, a need kind of thing. It just brings more people onto Twitch, and, you know, mm-hmm. so many people don't really know what it's like. It's such a niche thing still, and it's tough to get into. So when you kind of bring people over and explore the community, you can realize what's good about Twitch then it just gets more eyes on the game. It's a smart thing to do. So hopefully it's something we see more of down the road. Yeah, that's uh, like just with drops, one more, like one more thing with it. Like the thing that I love the most that MLB can do and, and any game can do, if you put drops in any channel, is that like primarily if you gatekeep drops to like eight streamers, like they've obviously deserved to have those drops and mm-hmm. like they get a lot of viewers that way. But as a viewer just turning on Twitch, if everyone has drops, there's no harm in you as a viewer going to check on what Johnny 56 with three viewers is doing playing because you're still Mm -hmm. getting drops. Mm -hmm. So it still helps to like find new streams. You like it helps to streamers to grow. It's a, and everybody gets bronze and silver cards and their MLB, the show drop packs. It's a win for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) No, definitely. And I liked how they did it for everyone. And just because like in general, I know there are a bunch of people out there, even though I strongly disagree that are people adamant against the, creator program and they don't just don't vibe with them as well so it's good to kind of get people to explore the community see all different personalities because just in this call we have eight different personalities and mm-hmm. things and just imagine the rest of the community and options it just gets more people uh sticking out to the game and thanks for answering Thuny. i appreciate all your input bro um i just have one yeah you're my favorite yankees fan in the world sorry <laughs> my bad Limitless. Oh, he's the best Yankees fan ever. <laughs> Limitless is like, well, fuck me. Hey, don't take it personally, okay, Limitless. <laughs> um, I have one, just one question. Like, how did you get? I, I, I don't think you touched on it, but like, how did you get to this, the the twins simulated games and like team up with the twin? Was there any sort of reaching out, or was it just kind of like natural, or like how? How did you even get in that position? Well, to get really, really nerdy, because that's what playing video games on the internet is all about. When I was like five or six years old, the first video game my dad got me was this EA Sports Collection. And one of the games was Madden. And what I would do as a kid all the time is I would play Vikings franchise modes and turn the game audio off. And this little five or six year old in the basement of my parents house was commentating the games and my dad thought it was like the funniest (laughs) thing ever but he was like watching sometimes but like i I had experience with that and then i got into actually calling football games for my high school and then i i knew that i loved being like doing broadcasting and i knew there was no baseball going on so i was like i mean somebody's got to think this is entertaining so i started doing it and um like, like my favorite thing about it was, and, and like everything right now has been great. But when I was doing that, like I was going to the grocery store and people would be like, nice game yesterday. I'd be like, I like, what do you mean? Like, it was, like, it was cool to see like wow. people in my local community that were um, like tuning in every day. Cause they missed the twins and they missed mm-hmm. baseball. And that was the whole point of why I did that was to try and entertain people when we didn't have anything going on. That's awesome. Yeah, so it seems like you are all, honestly always destined for this, is what I'm 
getting out of this from this conversation. I, I got totally lucky. I, <laughs> I shouldn't be here at all, but I'm happy I'm here. Definitely. <laughs> no, we're glad you're here, man. All right. Um, and so we'll we'll end this individual conversation, then break out into, you know, full on discussion. With my man Graceful Swan. Swan, I uh, you know, we've we've been friends for, you know, basically since we both started this thing, you know, a little bit over two years ago. And, you know, like a, a lot of other people in here, you you've grinded, you grinded a long time and um uh recently, as far as July, I believe, you decided to pick up TikTok and um, you know, I don't wanna say that's the only reason you got big, because that would be, you know, very naive of me to say but it definitely helped you get to to the point that you are right now and i just want to know like how like first off you know what what is your motivation to keep going even before tiktok or anything else and then what um like what even got you into to to posting videos on tiktok was it you know did you read up on something or was it just kind of like intuition of like you know this is a new social media you know I should get my hands on this, you know. So kind of what what is the what's the story on that? So I'll go I'll go in order based on time here. So we'll switch yep. the questions around. Um I started posting on TikTok. I just looked the other day back in January. And gotcha. um I just I mean, I I saw it was an app that people were kind of getting into. Um and I I understood the growth potential from it early, not to the degree that it has though. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And um, I was just posting like random stuff, and then I started doing like mini skits or whatever. And um, then some there was, I had a video hit. I I I was just being lazy that day. I couldn't think of a skit. I was in bed, and I'm like, oh, I didn't post today, and I'm trying to post every day at that point. Mm-hmm. And I found a video on my camera roll from two years prior when I was in college baseball. We're on a road trip down to Atlanta, and it was a video of there were TVs on the buses, and someone had their phone hotspot. And I got a video of my coach playing Fortnite on the bus. Mm-hmm. I and, remember um, that one. <laughs> that thing uh, went a little viral, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> got over a million views in the span of like a week. And um, at that point, I'm like, okay. I listen to a lot of podcasts in, in this scene as well. So I hear all the time from the people that have actually made it. Like, you know, you got to get yourself ready. So when... Because everybody talks about there being luck involved. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of luck involved. TikTok, for me, was the luck. And mm-hmm. um, you got to prepare yourself and make sure you're ready for when that luck occurs. So when that happened, I thought about that. I'm like, all right, I'm posting like three times a day. And the, up to six at times, too. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, as soon as I got those eyes, I just started going. And uh, a lot of it is just gaming clips for my streams and all that. And then mm-hmm. those started getting views. And then that's where everything kind of went from there. And uh, to the point where I think I got as high as about 49,000 followers. And um, that kind of started translating into my streams and into my YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically the only reason my YouTube is at where it's at right now. And um, I wouldn't yeah, say that. I mean, yeah, before anything else, let's be, let's, be, let's be honest. Swan is a goon at this game. If you guys have not seen Graceful Swan oh, play Elmy the Show... <laughs> This man is a goon, okay? He'll kick my ass every day of the week, okay? So... They need to play hits the beat. It's not saying much. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I should have I expected Brev that. Brev has to roast day at least once. All right, we it's, got out the way. Okay, check. 
<laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show your your hard work, and you know, posting six times a day is like a ridiculous amount. And even with YouTube and everything, I know you have your uh, um, your editor now, but you know, I I know you're doing a lot of those videos on your own. You weren't getting much sleep at all. So like, you know, what was the motivation to just to to keep going like did you see the light at the end of the tunnel or um i wouldn't think about it like that it was more mm -hmm. of the fact that so um like i was playing ball and all that and for a long time when i was younger like baseball was my passion in terms of playing it i'm like all right this is what i want to do um that changed once i realized i wasn't that good and i wasn't throwing 95 <laughs> and um <laughs> then i i i got my degree in finance and I really liked that. I liked investing and all that. So I'm like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And then it came to a point where my job made me realize that I do not like that. Mm -hmm. And so I was about, I was basically, I had no like drive for anything for a few months. Mm -hmm. And then I got into the, so I've been streaming at this point for two years. I've been almost three now. And then I realized like, okay, I'm starting to create content, TikToks, YouTube. I taught myself how to edit. Mm -hmm. um all this stuff and i'm realized i really like the content creation side of this not just the gaming but the content creation and that kind of turned into to my passion what i want to do and um that kind of gives you the drive right there yeah so definitely definitely a passion and i think all of us share that in some sort of the other or, or else we wouldn't and we wouldn't be doing this especially for as long as some of us have been doing you know so there's definitely like more to it just than you know the views or the sub counts or or anything like that so um you know swan is just you know you know the the epitome of you know hard work pays off eventually and um you know we're you know speaking for myself i'm extremely proud of you man for for everything you've done this year and i mean to continued success next year because i i know all you guys are about to kill it next year so so with that being said, Scan, um, yeah, you have any questions for for all of us to lead to lead? Yeah, this I next got discussion? I got a couple questions that I think could get a a good discussion here. I think this one's a good segue from what we were just talking about, like our like our origins and all that. So this is just kind of an open ended question, and we can answer this in whatever order you want. But if you were to change one thing from Square One, if you're going to go back from your start of your content creating days and change one thing to help you down the road. What would that one thing be? And feel free to answer if anyone, first, second, someone comes up with anything, feel free to just input and we'll start from there. Upload I know it's probably a tough question. Upload a video on TikTok like Graceful Swan did. <laughs> <laughs> very fair, very fair. I mean, I think there's uh, some truth to that, though. Like, I, I, I think, you know, that, that would probably be one for me is like, I always thought that Twitch was going to be the end all be all for, you know, whatever content I was making. And, and I did that for a year straight without putting anything else out, just stream straight on Twitch. So, I mean, for me, that's, that's probably a big one is to, to, you know, start, you know, start on YouTube or start, you know, start on other ways as well and just get my myself out there through that. So it definitely is a good point. I guess for me it would kind of be, the opposite of that, because I, I used to post a lot on YouTube. That's where I first started, kind of build up a little bit of a name for myself. Mm -hmm. And then I would like periodically stream on Twitch a little bit. Like I, my first stream on Twitch was May 15th, 2016, I think. 
around there. Uh, and I, I would like rarely stream. I streamed a little bit in 17. I obviously streamed with a Griffey grind in 18 when mm -hmm. I discovered him. And mm -hmm. I didn't really stream at all in 19. And I was kind of just mainly YouTube. So that's probably, I would probably tell myself to do both more, which mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard to go back and tell a 13 year old to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah dude, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to, to think about, you know, how young, I mean, it's crazy to think about how young you started. Cause like, you know, it's 13 years old. I didn't even, I don't even know what any of this was to be honest. Yeah. And I was uploading, um, like two videos a day and I would get 10 views but it wasn't like daily for months, but it wasn't Diamond Dynasty. I didn't get into Diamond Dynasty until 16, like the very end of 16, but it was franchise and road of the show. But I, I was uploading daily at 13 years old for, I think, like two videos a day, like six months, I think. Wow. In 16. The fact you were a 13-year-old in that, like, motivating, consistent to do it is just impressive enough as is. And I was a 13-year-old that posts, like, wow. three really bad videos and gave up 10 times. So, <laughs> yep. if you want to go back to you, video, very bad video. But I did it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I think I think if I looking back, one thing that I wish I would have done early on was take a step back and take more time to really figure out what I was good and wasn't good at. Because I mean, mm -hmm. once you start streaming, you can kind of tell early on kind of where your strengths and weaknesses are. But I never really looked at it critically until very later on, where you know I could have recognized a couple months in, you know, hey, I'm really good at sitting here and just rambling about nothing for four or five hours a day. You know, or, hey, I can make really good instructional YouTube videos about how to make stubs or, you know, you could you could you could pass that over for whatever game you're playing. But I think taking a more kind of critical approach, especially early on and kind of looking deep inside and like, OK, what direction do I really kind of want to do with this? Where do I want to go? What are my strengths and weaknesses versus I kind of just started probably like most of us. And, you know, I was just streaming. I didn't you know, I didn't really have any direct you know goals or i want to do this or that else i'm just going to go live and stream and see where it goes where if i could have taken that time a little bit earlier on it probably could have kickstarted things a lot more you know more soon than what we had mm -hmm. definitely because when i first got going too i didn't know what the hell i was doing i was just playing games and just streaming them i tried to be that kid who was cracked at fortnite my guy and <laughs> all that that i used to i did so much like just didn't know what I wanted to be, and then one day I just <laughs> made my way into MLB the Show, and then you know here I am now. So like, absolutely, that direction is like one thing that like when you do get into content creating, it's like it's worth trying to look for and mm -hmm. set your mind to one thing and try it. If it doesn't work, quickly shift on to something else and try a bunch of different things and see what uh what fits you because there is something out there for you. You just got to mm -hmm. take the time and try different things and be willing to take the risk and realize that you try to do one thing, it might not work, but you move on to the next thing. And some people just try to do one swarm of content. It doesn't work for them. They just give up and check out and move on with their lives. So mm -hmm. Being willing to change and grow and adapt is absolutely a necessary skill. I feel when getting into this. Uh, for me, I would say just, getting on youtube earlier make myself learn how to edit earlier 
because that was something I had thought about for uh, probably a little over a year before I actually started do, taking that leap. And it, it's just one of those things that if you don't know how to edit, just learn how to, to cut and move, like just start extremely simple and then you mm -hmm. can move on from there. And I just, I, I didn't do that. And that, that kind of hindered me from doing what I like to do. I was just telling someone in the chat there, Jojo, that like the, the main idea that of social media is that you want to focus on is you want to be, have a presence in all of them. But what's mm -hmm. working at the time is what you put most of your effort in. But you still mm -hmm. have like an egg in each basket. And then when that changes, say a different social media blows up, you put that effort more into that one. But you still have mm -hmm. a base there already. And I wish I had started that with YouTube sooner, I guess. Mm -hmm. You good, Ants? <laughs> well, I'm getting a new chair Friday. It's oh, supposed to get delivered. I'm going to get a leg on that. Oh, no. We kind of we leaned on it wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think for me it will be because I don't have you guys like years back and you probably have a couple of things you would do different but for the four or five months I've been streaming it, to me it's just uh, my approach my confidence approach mm -hmm. when I first started streaming I was very timid I wasn't enjoying my stream I was concentrating on things that really wasn't important and trying to go from stream to stream and compare stream one to stream two and stream two to stream three and what was better and what I did wrong and why my viewership went down. It just kind of took away uh, just enjoying streaming. If I would have changed, I would have just been more confident. Um, I kind of understood that it just took, it's patience. Uh, streaming is patience. Mm -hmm. It's all about patience. I was very impatient. I just didn't understand the process uh, and I'm still growing. So there's, there's times I still do it, but I catch myself, myself what it's about. Uh, every dog has his day. Everybody's mm -hmm. numbers jumps up and down, um, even with the times that you stream. So uh, for me, it's just about I, I wish my approach early on was just more patient uh, and just understanding what what the process was to be successful and, and what streaming really was. So that's me. So is there something like that you go into each stream thinking about or is it just kind of like a now, developed no. now, now, now it's just. I don't know. I, again, I have fun now. That's mm -hmm. the thing. In the beginning, I wasn't. Beginning, I would go live and I would just stare at that like screen of how many people were here, who who was talking, and I would get this like nervous feeling when nobody was talking. Mm -hmm. About like ten minutes, nobody saying a word in chat, I'll get like a weird feeling, and I would think, "Am I doing something wrong? Is it my fault? Am I am I being weird? Is it gameplay? They don't like the gameplay now, and I think I'm doing bad. I'm getting my ass beat, like how everybody get their ass beat MLB <laughs> nowadays." And I was just feeling like, "Yo, I think this ain't it. I ain't doing it right." But it that that's not what it was at all. Um, reality was wrong and that's what it comes with you know people right now that's been doing this for years you guys have matured more years that you stream and you guys have built this kind of like tough skin and know what this is about mm -hmm. i'm still like a youngin and so i go through those little phases i go through those phases of if, if i'm doing something wrong and i question uh, but again now i'm at a point where now I, I just go and have fun and whatever happens happens and i realize there's always good days and always bad days so that helps me out 100 percent well, if it means anything, I still go through that stuff all the time with OC. I, was about to say I that think too. that's something that's something that never mm -hmm. leaves. Yeah. It's just like it's a part of the resume, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to I say I've been yeah, I thought it was only me. <laughs> no, I, I can promise you that <laughs> I, I relate right so now. much to all that you said, hundred mm -hmm. yeah, percent. It's completely normal. It's uh when you get into this, it's something you don't expect to do. But as you get going, you, you start to look at things and you always think it's something a reflection on yourself. You're doing wrong or something, and you're just constantly analyzing every situation, and it's just a part of, it, especially with streaming more so. 
Mm -hmm. I feel than just doing one thing or the other, just because you have so much of an interaction with the chat. It's all just reflected on that live viewer count and how many people are talking in chat. It's so easy to instantly think that you're doing something wrong. And mm -hmm. it reflects on your content too. So yeah, you you can see some people's demeanors, even when I go to people that not even small appear the same thing as me, you can see their demeanor kind of go down mm -hmm. uh, when mm -hmm. people are not talking or they, they see their viewership and you can tell by the way they're talking, the tone of voice completely changes. It's mm -hmm. more of all now they just, you lose that inspiration and now I'm streaming, you went all this and now what's going on and it comes to kind of like a panic. You know, and that's why every time I, I, people ask those questions to me, I get those all the time in my stream. Like, hey, you got any advice? And I'm like, just be yourself and understand. Have fun. Just have, just have fun. Just don't think about it too much. Mm -hmm. You start thinking about it, you get head mm -hmm. and then it starts to reflect you got to understand you're in front of a camera so like over the phone nobody can see how you feel at all but when you're in front of a camera and you feel a certain way people that wear that on their face mm -hmm. you can see a person there completely and that can actually harm you more than help you and that's again these things i think about literally after i get off stream i think about it all the time just constantly in my mind because i love it so again that's, that's things people should need to hear too if you ever get into streaming that's very important it's also speaking on that. It's also tough for people to realize that they can take breaks, and because mm -hmm. when I know for me, I has like month and a half to place it. I have not done much on here, right? Been kind of busy with school and you know mm -hmm. just mental stuff. We all go through it, right? We're human. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you come back, you usually like you know, some people would expect the same amount of people to be there when you you know you left, right? Mm -hmm. But Sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes people think you're oh you're, you're dead or something, and they don't they don't know. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> they, not that many people come back, and that can also affect you. And because you're so used to this amount of people here being there every stream, and then you come back and taking a break, a much needed break, or you're just going through some pains and it's, it's not there, and you can just go and it could go back to those problems that you just came back from. And I know a lot of people can suffer with that, so. It's one hump that I'm still go trying to get over too. I I don't know about any of you guys, but I figured I'd mention that since we're talking about. It. Yeah, that goes back to expectations. I realize just not <laughs> having so many expectations like that, and it's not saying not to be confident in yourself. Tell yourself that you have a great stream or you feel it today. It's just about having the conversation. Know that you know anything can happen, and you're just there to kind of just have fun. Uh, Juxy Sequel gave me probably the best advice I've ever gotten, and this is when I first started streaming. I literally, I, I think before I started, I just asked him a question. I was like, hey, I, I want to go into streaming. What do you think? And instead of getting the most generic response, which was, hey, go for it. You'll kill it. Mm -hmm. Do it. He asked me a question. He's like, what are you doing it for? And like an mm -hmm. immature streamer's mindset, the first thing I said was, I want to blow up, man. And Juggsy just stared at the camera. He was like, dude, you'll never make it. That's what he told me. At first, I didn't get what he meant. Yeah. At first, I was just like, what? Why would you say that? And mm -hmm. he explained. He was like, that's not what it's about. It's about son I love. I get on this camera because I love it. This hobby of not just uh, people make it into life. There's people that like Quash Tag is making this content creating thing, you know, his life from 24-7 now, seven days a week. If you go into it thinking you're just going to blow up, thinking you're just going to be the best, and you're going to have 200 people with 1,000 subs, doesn't work like that. you got to mm -hmm. go in and kind of like innocent-minded and know that this is just a platform to have fun. And whatever comes with it, you roll with the punches. I, I always reflect that. I don't know, five, six, seven months uh, since like watching that and seeing what he said, that stuck with me so much in my head and I repeat it over and over again. Like, that's, he, was fucking, he was fucking right. And I'm glad he gave me that type of advice because that kind of snapped me back to reality of what I really wanted.
No, definitely. definitely. And that's, that's what I really respect about Jugsy too, is he'll, he'll tell it how it is, man. It's just like yeah. you too, man. You, you tell it how it is too, my man. So like, sometimes you need to hear that too, you know? No, I feel like a lot of people don't, like I said, the generic guys, it's not nothing people saying, hey, you'd kill it because it's good to give somebody some words. Sometimes it's good to tell people the bad too. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person I'd rather hear the bad or the good. Because the good mm -hmm. it always makes you feel good. It makes you think you can do it. But we never know how to weigh out your options or what can. A lot of people are not into that. See that mentality of realism of things can't probably go that way and things won't go that way. You just got to understand how to deal with that and cope with that and still move forward. So mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, just words like that people need. People need to hear that. Hundred, even that goes into real life too. It's not only about streaming. That goes into so many categories and different branches of life. That that's the, you know. So that that what he told me. I'm telling you, that shit is just. I just sit there and just think about it. And I remember his face because you know Jugsy's face. <laughs> Jugsy just has that like grill, and he just like stared at the camera. Just nope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> what the hell did he just tell me right now? I, just, I support this guy. I love his content. He just told me it won't make it, but. I understand that he did it for a better good, and that's that's what comes with experience. I needed that, I needed that that slap in the head to realize this is what it's about, man. You got to wake up. So definitely, that's my story. And the the big thing with content creating, especially, is that a lot of people come into it thinking they're gonna be the one, but for there's literally hundreds of people who think that too. Mm -hmm, and like yeah. the chance, just the just taking raw probability of you blowing up just out of random of everyone else is so slim. Like you can't come into that yeah. with that mentality that mm -hmm. oh I'm just gonna blow up it's it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. You gotta put in work. You gotta do things to separate yourself from everyone else to actually yeah. do that. And so many people come into it. Without I don't. I don't think people understand. That's the same thing with sports to me. A lot of people be like, hey NBA, NFL. This, I love sports. The only thing I can refer to and people be like, hey, like that's easy. And they're the first one to tell you what they could have done on the field. Little do you know that shit takes a lot of practice, a lot of hard work, in the gym, a lot of fucking you know. I don't know, playbook, studying, a whole, it's so much behind the scenes than people think it is. People think it's just turning on the camera, going live, and you got it. You know, people have lives. Everybody has a life. Everybody has work. And you know how it is to work and get on and still show that energy and still do what you do. That is completely so difficult mm -hmm. without you knowing. And that takes repetition to try to get that, being numb to it, like Swan probably does. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. Numb to it, and you just start to do what you got to do. So, yeah, a lot of people just don't understand it. A lot of people just kind of lack that respect for what people do. Definitely, definitely. So uh, I think we did a good job of talking on that subject. So I have one more question that is less analytical. It's just like a good discussion topic, you know. You hear a lot in the MLB The Show community like, oh, the MLB The Show community is blah, blah, blah. So I want to mm -hmm. ask all of you guys one question here. If you were to describe the MLB The Show community in one word, what is that one word you describe it as? Chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I want the explanation. I want the good. Why? 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 That's why I want to hear. It's just like every gaming community, bro. Here's the thing you got to think about: there is a good side, and then there's always the toxic people. And if you're on MLB The Show Twitter, you're gonna see the toxic side a lot of the time. But there's always those good people. So you want to with anything in life, you want to surround yourself with the people that you think are good for you, your brand, etc. And then you kind of just try to leave those toxic people out of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I see the community itself as any ga gaming community chaotic just because there's always those types of people in every community.
Mm-hmm. So I try to focus on my community and who I'm adding to my circle. I think, um, especially now, <laughs> a couple of years ago, the community was not even close to as big as it is now. So when there is when that happens, and now the big is getting uh, the big, I can't speak. The, the community is getting bigger with a lot more streamers, a lot more just people viewing and watching, and you know being involved on Twitter and et cetera, Reddit, <laughs> and whatnot. Uh, there's going to be a lot more toxicity, but with that, it's going to come a lot more positivity. Uh, but people just like to focus on the negativity, and you know, which is natural, I guess, when you see a lot more of it um, than what you think you want to see. But again, like Swan said, you want to surround yourself with the people who are good for you. Uh, and I just think I see a lot more. A lot of people say that the community is negative or like I don't know, just wrong, like bad. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just think it's people just not focusing on positive side of things uh just because there is a lot of negativity doesn't mean there's not any positivity you know like this community has been amazing for years and upon years and it's it really hasn't changed in my opinion even though there's been more negativity it seems it's just because there's more people i mean it's just how it is i'd like to add one more thing off that that's why i use the word chaotic too i don't want to say like the 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 community has changed the negative because it hasn't at all it's just the, the, with more people comes more different personalities and mm-hmm. those can clash. And that's what you see on social media websites like Twitter, for example. Also think the negativity Xbox. is, is sometimes more time, more highlighted than, than the positivity almost like people, oh, yeah, it always is. people yeah, love yeah. to watch, you know, a car wreck instead of, you know, someone, you know, helping someone out or something like that, you know? So I feel like a well, lot of that stuff is, is that also lot. highlighted. Like, Mm-hmm. There's people that take more joy in you losing your rank game and raging <laughs> whether you make a world series at this point. It's so true, dude. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's kind of crazy to watch that. And just as many people watching, to just watch that. You maybe make a 12 and 0 run, then you raging. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I find that just in general, just a general theme is that there are more people that try to drag away in the positivity and try to make it negative or delegitimize it than the other way around where there's a bunch of negativity out there and people try to like yeah, I don't see like when I see people like bashing the game, just for an example, a lot of the times it's not like uh oh well, you know, the game's still fun anyway. It's more of like uh this game sucks. It's so bad. Why do I play? It's usually like when it's negative, it just keeps on getting more and more and more and more. But when you have something that is positive and something out there, a lot of times it's just there's a you try to claw away at that sometimes. Like if I don't have a positive experience, then it almost you can't have a positive experience with it. At least that's how I feel about it sometimes. But uh, it really, it's really, you think you guys made a good point. This is exactly why I feel about it. The, it. People always think about the whole community. But really what matters is what you make of it and mm-hmm. focus on the people that you build yourself around, uh, the people that you enjoy watching and interacting with. And that's the community that matters. It doesn't – at the end of the day, it's, no matter how toxic MLB the show gets, who cares about that when you got the people you surround yourself with? Mm-hmm. And I find that so many people ask about this and they put that emphasis on the grand scheme of things way too much in my eyes. And it's good to focus on the, the people that you surround yourself and care about. Instead of even worrying about it, there's no mm-hmm. reason to even worry about it in my eyes. Just to jump in on what Scan was just saying, like well, my word to answer Dave's question or uh, to answer the question about how would you describe the community in one word, I would say 
inclusive i mean like as like a, like anyone watching right now like if you're just gonna start out streaming i at some point reached out to everybody in here for the first time and i was like oh my god they're this big streamer that's like way bigger than i am everybody was just like hi like what can i help you with they're like hi how's it going like every 99 percent of the streamers that i've met in this community it's just a bunch of people who love to nerd out about MLB the show and talk about like who their favorite center fielder is and that's like one of the things that i love about my discord the most and i think that it, and, and like anybody else's discord shows that too mm-hmm. like we're all just a bunch of people that love baseball and like go on anybody's twitch stream and talk about like who your favorite prestige right fielder is and there will be a huge conversation going because mm-hmm. like that's where a majority of this base is at and, and like there's gonna be toxic people everywhere but the streamers in this game who are already big like being inclusive for people new starting out i think it's really cool because there's a lot of communities out there that like shun new creators because they are up here so high they don't want them leeching off of their viewership off of their like subs and stuff like that but i haven't seen anything like that in the movie the show everybody's just really really nice yeah i kind of want to direct that towards Seabrev because he's kind of you know he's been in the madden community ish i should say and then in the mlb the show community too so i just uh, i want to get your take on that Seabrev. yeah i mean what swan said is true like there's good and there's bad i think your community is what you make of it and mm-hmm. I've done a really good job, I think, over like the last six months, maybe, of kind of just not engaging with anything that I don't feel like helps me professionally, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like if I see some toxic stuff, I've blocked people on Twitter that I've never said a word to. They never said a word to me. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come in my stream and ask me why they got blocked. And I, <laughs> it's just because if I see you being really toxic to someone else, I'm just not even going to deal with it. Like I have that power as, a, as my creator for myself to just not even engage. So mm-hmm. um, I also have a rule where if you say something toxic <laughs> to me on social media and I've never seen what you look like in real life, then I don't give you the time of day. Cause <laughs> that's the, fair. Uh, that's fair. The, uh, obvies, really the obvies are running rampant, but yeah, you kind of just like you build yourself up, you build your community up and then you kind of just let everything else go on around you, I guess mm-hmm. is how I approach it. And uh, going back to Madden, it's it's really not that much different over there. I'd say the comp community is a little more toxic in Madden, but uh, there's usually more on the line in Madden mm-hmm. in the comp community. So it's true. It's 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 not much different really. Mm-hmm. There's there's good and there's bad. And when you're a creator, like your number one focus is making content. So that's if you have things going on around you that are affecting that, then you, I just remove myself from the situation. No, that's like a, that's a really good point too. What you bring up because I've definitely been guilty of this on, and I've definitely talked to a few guys, a few of you guys about this. But sometimes I'll see something negative and I'll feel the urge to comment on it or or stuff like that. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, how much does that really help you? You know, all it does is usually add to whatever negative conversation is going on. So I think like you do a really good job of that. You're you know. Uh, so I think that's something that a lot of people can can learn from and and uh, just you know block that sort of negativity out in their lives because sometimes like especially with COVID and everything going on like there's just so much added you know a lot of people are just like in a really rough spot so and and you know a lot of that stuff doesn't it's not even 
you know, personal at the end of the day. It's, it's, it's whatever they're projecting internally. So yeah, it's a, it's a really good point. The mute button on Twitter is your friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Facts. Mm -hmm. So do you have anything yeah. else scan? Nope. That was it. And that was all I had to add. All a, right. That was a good conversation on, mm -hmm. on that subject. That's for sure. Yeah, so we hit the hour mark. So, I mean, if you guys want to add anything else, like, feel free. Um, but, yeah, I'll just kind of leave it up to you guys. Actually, I have one, I have one okay. small thing to add, um, Day, if you, you remember that clip you sent me oh, from yes. earlier. I think we have something to talk about. Mr. Ants has been a little silent here for a little while. We have, we have, I think we have something to discuss here from this some old Twitter clip that Dave found. Look at it in Dave's chat. I'm linking this old clip. Yes, drop that. Drop that. Oh, is this there is two the, of them? Oh, no, it's no, one. It's one, clip. it's one clip. I just put it twice. Yeah, that, yeah. This, that what what, look what like? was going on? What was going on Who here, Ants? Like? <laughs> so there was a couple things going on there. One, obviously, obviously, you know, you can see the beautiful green suit, floating head days, incredible, yes. incredible. Which, speaking of the floating head days, to go back, I'm gonna go back to our last topic just for a quick moment. I kind of want to piggyback off of what Thuni said. Community, <laughs> you know, especially streamer wise, is extremely close. I remember I met like yeah. more. I have more genuine connections in like a month of streaming will be the show than. I've had in a year and a half of, uh, you know, streaming <laughs> any other games. And like one of those streams specifically where I had my floating head, I had like five viewers and like daddy Demi was hanging out in my chat for like an hour. But <laughs> like on top of that, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, I, you know, I would tweet out when I go live and like everybody would tweet out when they go live. And I was mm -hmm. like, it's kind of boring. Right. We're just like tweeting out. We're just tweeting out when we go live. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like interact with that. I was like, shoot, I'm gonna make a video. I'm gonna make a video and then I'll post when I go live and make a quick video. But you know, I don't know. I just had some characters in my head. So I was like, you know, I'll go with Snapchat and make it and use it. I would just go through whatever the daily Snapchat filter was and then create up a character based off that filter and it a quick go on live video. I may have to bring those back. I've been wanting to bring those back for a minute. Those They're absolutely hilarious. No, I like we'll it to make a comeback. Those were, awesome. those were a lot of fun. I enjoyed, I enjoyed those a lot. And it, that video is definitely not boring. Laughs. And yeah. conversations, people come in the chat right off the start and be talking yeah. about my video that I posted to go live. <laughs> no, I love that stuff, especially when you do like earlier on. Cause like, you don't like, like it's just like a, a basic thing that you like nowadays. Like I wouldn't do that just because like, I feel it's like, Oh, it doesn't fit my brain and stuff. But when you're just like getting going and stuff, like you come up with the goofiest stuff, but it's like, mm -hmm. that's the, that's the most fun part about it. Like, like they knows I have so many cringy videos on <laughs> YouTube that are unlisted that I keep hitting just cause they're so like, stupid and it's, it's funny looking back at them and just like it it's 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 almost like i'm in a little innocent child that was like oh i think this is funny and mm -hmm. it, it's funny looking back at that stuff i love it i got uh videos on my channel from before i uh, hit puberty so <laughs> <laughs> i mean i did you video and have a have a day <laughs> do you, still, do you have the pro at that point Oh, I didn't have face cam until I think seven, 17, and yeah, I did at that point. But damn, <laughs> it's uh, how, how long? How long did it take you to grow that fro completely? Uh, honestly, really not that long. My both my parents had really big, uh, thick curly hair, and so I mean, it just 
it just made me. <laughs> so it's just like double for you. Yeah. Much. <laughs> like I, I actually get trims, right? I get trims that like shorten the size of it. And half the people don't even notice that because it just grows back so fast. <laughs> it's so big. I think I, I like think the that. first time I was living your stream, I thought you was wearing a wig. <laughs> I swear, I told myself, I was like, this can't be true. And then I looked at your sub badges, and I was like, wow, it's a wig. It has to be a wig. He's wearing a wig. And then I think I saw you do something. Like, I think you put your headphones back, and I was like, no, that shit is real. That coming off. <laughs> oh, I just don't know how else to prove, prove it to people. That's dope, though, man. Oh. Yeah, I like it. Biggest uh, first impression I ever saw with Seabrook. Yo, this man's wearing a suit playing MLB, dude. Yep, that's, <laughs> I mean, if you guys didn't know, that's that's why I'm wearing it today. Seabrook used to, to wear his suits on stream, and it, it was awesome. So I had to pay a little bit of homage to him. It was like 1 a.m. or something my time, and I saw that. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. I worked at a restaurant, so I'd get home. At like midnight, and then I'd put on a full suit, and then I'd stream till like four in the morning. <laughs> God damn, dude! Great. What a grind. That's crazy. Um, we got a question uh, for Thuni, which I think is is a good question to to kind of uh, wrap all this up, and I, I guess like another aspect to it. But um, has has your morning streams helped or harmed your performance? I know you do like the Thuni. The morning Thuni show, whatever you call it, and um, like how have you always been in the morning, and or like how 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 did that exactly go? Yeah, um, I've been uh doing Monday through Friday um streams that I would have been um working at. Uh, well, now I've been like working like at night instead, or picking up odd jobs or whatever. But um, yeah, that's that's been my whole thing for the past however many months covid started essentially mm -hmm. but um like with the like the help or hurt i mean there's lot there's days and i'm sure that like all of us have been there where like you really do not want to click the go live button like you would rather mm -hmm. just put the game on and you just watch somebody else play and relax but um it's something that like all of us in here have committed a substantial amount of our time to uh putting into streaming and it would be a disservice to yourself to not try and go live and at least see what happens so there's definitely days where i roll out of bed at like 6 45 and i'm like oh my god like i would give anything to go to bed for two more hours but then like uh one thing that like my dad always talked about when i was a kid was that it, like if you give in a little bit like you're gonna start giving in more and more and more and then soon like sleeping until eight instead of sleeping until nine and the next day you're not streaming anymore so i i just try to have as much fun as I can every single day mm -hmm. and roll with the punches as we've said before. But I mean, it's, it's been awesome so far and I can't wait to see what uh, like 21 is like for all of us. I can't wait to see what um, just the rest of this year holds mm -hmm. and yeah. No, I think that's super solid advice. hundred um, percent. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely true. When you start slipping in content creation, it can, it can go downhill fast. Um, I can speak personally uh, from that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 great advice. Yeah, that but like that advice goes past even content creation too. Like my my biggest thing that's helped me forever is like when I was in high school and college, like I was the 
dorky dude that walked around with the planner and had my 11 <laughs> to 11:30 planned out. Like I, I always feel like I have to have myself on a schedule. Otherwise I can just end up scrolling Twitter for eight hours and I've done nothing the entire day and I feel worthless. So I feel mm-hmm. like if you um, are passionate about anything, everyone in here obviously is passionate about content creating, but if you're passionate about your job, if you're passionate about school, make sure that you consistently like, don't allow yourself to get lazy. Cause if you allow yourself to get lazy, consistently like honestly like have mental health days but if mm-hmm. you allow yourself to get lazy a ton that's when stuff really starts to fall apart mm-hmm. i need you to stop talking to me directly okay? <laughs> yeah right <laughs> this is a direct <laughs> attack that's my chat every time to like oh my god scan you're five minutes late i i it's like oh it's like same it i'm bad with it bro bad with the the schedule thing <laughs> like for real it's sound advice that's for sure I'm all over the place, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think we're gonna wrap it up with that. Um, I hope everyone out there is a little bit more inspired after this conversation. I know I am today, and um, yeah, I've just I really appreciate all you guys. Um, if you guys want to just go ahead and uh, shout out your, you know, all your social medias, um, where you're on, where to find you. I'll start with Serenity. You can follow me on Twitch at hi I'm Serenity, not Helm. Uh, Helm Serenity. Sorry, I must have it wrong. I say Helm all the time, and nobody corrected me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can follow follow me on Twitch there. Same with uh, Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow my Instagram, I guess too. Uh, but I also have a YouTube channel, Serenity. Uh, I'm trying to be more consistent on that too. But there you go. Zebra. Oh wait. All right. Wait. Oh no. I also have a TikTok. Oh, TikTok. here we go. Oh yeah, yes, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Same thing. Hi, I'm Serenity. So check it out. Zebra. Look at Swan over there. Swan like a, like a grandfather. <laughs> he is. No, no, no. Seriously, Swan is the godfather of TikTok, bro. He is, dude. He's the godfather, bro. Just look at that smug smile. He knows. Yeah. He's like, I created dog, bro. I'm just like. It's not that. It's just more like I'm, I'm glad that everybody's on it now because I was preaching it for forever. And no I know, bro. Done. Yeah. I knew TikTok was taking over when Zebra went over there. I was like, okay, well, then we all should be on TikTok then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Are you calling no, me a no, boomer? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wow. get used to get used to the the TikTok dancing, boys. Get ready for it. <laughs> so much. So my Twitch bro. is uh, Thuny sucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how many users are in that? Uh, four. <laughs> I don't know why. It's four. <laughs> it's a question of the day. It's funny. <laughs> Man, that that's hurtful. I'm. My uh, wife's little sisters do the TikTok dances and stuff, so I'm trying not to tell them that I'm on there now because then they will just show everybody. So. Just wait till <laughs> wait wait till you show up on their for you page. That's dude. I've had so many people I know from home saying like, "Oh, I found your videos." I'm like, "Oh, dude, you <laughs> I actually." That uh, that might have actually happened to me in a work meeting yesterday, but I can't really tell. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, Cody, how's your gaming thing going? I was like, 
What? Well, I never told you about that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? She's got me. like an 18-year-old son, so that's probably what happened. I'm yeah, sure, dude. probably on there. If they play Feels MLB bad. The Show, it's not hard to find Seabrev nowadays. I'll tell you that yeah. much. Yeah, nope. <laughs> <I had> the out. <laughs> hmm? what, do you, what do you guys expect out of 21? Expect out of 21? I expect I have a lot of high expectations, so I'm. I'm I don't have any. Do you feel we'll get better to stream? Because right now, I think everybody can agree that streaming is kind of it's been a little, just a little rough, especially what's going on. Gameplay is not always going to be perfect. I know it's a video. Please don't take it as me complaining. Mm -hmm. But as people who stream it and people who main it and people who make TikToks and YouTube videos, go on Twitch all day Monday through Friday. What do you expect? What are you expecting? I'm trying not to expect anything. No, that's yeah, that's I, probably I, where I, you should be. I, how I think of it is like, if there's content, then it should get better. Just because you have things to stream, you have things to do. So if you have fresh things, you have a fresh game to cover. It just means you have more things to do. I mean, I don't know if it makes it necessarily better, but like at least it's like a good direction. I like to say because like I just yeah. my first time really gonna go hard at launch. So like it's nice to have like a go like. I have new stuff to do, make content around, so that'll make it all make me more hopefully motivated to keep doing stuff. Because at this point in the year, what what is there to make content on except for the same old, same old, right? Mm -hmm. So like right. team build, yeah, <laughs> hey, all time team builds. Yeah, I I don't necessarily have. I usually don't ever have goals. I going in especially like as like when we don't really know what anything new is going to be in the game yet. Hopefully we get some news by the turn of the year. Um, but the only thing I ever try to do is to try to be better at what I do at making content and being better and just being a better entertainer and just because it's something I love. So that's mm -hmm. that's the only thing I try to do going into each game. I just Are really hope that, that there's... Wait, what did Linda say? I hope it does go to Xbox. You excited? I, I, I think it will. I, the, more, the more we go on without hearing anything, the more I feel as if yeah. it won't be on Xbox next yeah. year. That's, that's my feeling, too. Yeah. I'm I feel the that. opposite. I, I think that... Really? Yeah. I feel like they're, wow, trying to, so? they're trying to do it. And that's maybe well, why we're not yeah, hearing yeah, anything. I think, I think they're trying to do it, which is why they probably waited, because they want to be able to give, you know, a definitive... Yes or no. I think ideally yeah. you probably would have wanted an announcement like before consoles came out, especially with people making those purchasing decisions. But mm -hmm. I hopefully it can happen, but I hope we get information sooner rather than I later. Imagine I imagine like the, the first thing we'll ever hear about would be the announcement trailer whenever that comes out, which I imagine it's going to be. It's got to be soon. First, first, second week of January. Because they said in their post about uh, content and like see you next year. And it kind of just makes it made it, you know, at this point, it's more than likely going to happen in January. Um, mm -hmm. I just hope it's not like just the announcement trailer and they start get, like going, you know, into it. But I mean, at this point, I'm kind of expecting like the game to be out in probably April, maybe, maybe a little bit later. Hopefully not. But the first mm -hmm. news about the console stuff will be probably at the end of the announcement trailer video whenever we get that. Mm hmm. Yeah, the, the way I see it is um, nothing's been confirmed, and that's what I'm trying to tell everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd say it's all but confirmed mm -hmm. because they did put out that post and all that, and everyone retweeted all that. Definitely. I also saw something in the chat about will there be crossplay. I wouldn't count on it. 
There's I wouldn't either. No. There's yeah. not a single sports game out there that does. Worse. Mm-hmm. Mini fridge versus Wi-Fi router. I ain't. <laughs> so important segue question who would be of this group the one to switch over to xbox and be a top xbox player who, who would do that for i you? haven't reached that desperate stage yet i'm getting there <laughs> i want i want to get an xbox just to try and see what it's like over there and also i feel like it would be fun to do to do both con- but it's also a lot of work so i hope I... one day it's on pc so i don't have to get the ps6 Bad. Playing aimbots on PC would be horrible. Would perfect, perfect every get every yeah, pitch. Yeah, oh, this guy's killing me, and he's just yeah. <laughs> well, there's no you know fun. how <laughs> Madden does it on PC because they've been on PC yeah. for a couple of years. Uh-huh. Yeah, kind of to do what they do, I guess. I just hope there's one mode other than Diamond Dynasty that I actually enjoy. Road of the Show needs a revamp, and franchise mm-hmm. needs. Some touch-ups too. So bad, so bad. Franchise needs a good bit. Um, it's a bad yeah. trend in all sports games. Franchise is kind of just on the, uh-huh. the dying end. Okay, really. I feel like they bring weekend league to MLB. It'll be a, it'll be a big game. Mm-hmm. People, that I'm would be need, huge. The right way. I'm, I'm right gonna need way. a big pot of coffee for sweating weekend league <laughs> games in MLB. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gonna be a thousand people there waiting. Ain't ellipsis after every pitch. Ellipsis. <laughs> Got thirteen-year-old kids snorting G fuel. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you get that in ranked seasons as it is. Hell, BR is more yeah. sweaty than ranked at times nowadays. Well, I'm twenty-something years old, and I send friendly to these fifteen-year-olds. I ain't trying to get messed up on stream. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the same, same way. Friend. Same way. Serenity with the G fuel plug. <laughs> Use code Helm Serenity for thirty percent off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, anything else, guys? There were some questions. The people have questions. I like yeah, I mean, it's. It, it, I don't want to take any time away from you guys, is basically what I'm getting oh, at. Okay. So if you guys are here to, to talk, I'm here, man. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Okay, so we can, uh, we can open it up to, to chat if you guys have any questions for us. How many times did you have to dab? I only dabbed a handful. Not as many oh, as they I told me to. I'm asking how many do you have to? <laughs> I can't even count that. The slowest, most awkward. <laughs> I'll pull In the up middle now. of everyone talking. In his dab queue, he has 100 plus requests. Jeez. In his dab queue. But also, some of these range back from a month, so he just hasn't marked them as complete. Oh, look what I started. Oh, I guess I can choose this now. Here, let me let me get this question before it gets flooded <laughs> out of the chat. Uh, JoJo was wondering, um, any fathers? If there's any fathers here, but I think Limitless is right. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. How they balance their content creating and family time? Uh, I just come to support at home. <laughs> uh, my wife has supported a lot since day one. I made sure before I even made like bought a PC. Out of this, I asked to that. I knew this could be time consuming. I know it takes four or five hours of a game, playing it and streaming it. I got two kids, so I know it's kind of rough, but she's great support. Trust me, she knows when I go live, she just does what she needs to do and she just kind of like takes the kids away so I can concentrate. Best believe when I get off is my time, so I got to handle everything. But it's all support. If you have great support behind you, whether you have kids or not, it has nothing to do with being a father and having kids. 
just if you have a girlfriend, you have a wife at home, or even your family from parents and people who stream and still live at home with their parents, it's all about your support system. So you can't balance it without support. Trying to do it by yourself is going to be impossible. You do a lot of brick walls. So I have Definitely. to say my wife and my support system, that's the way I can balance it. I think that's like super important too if you do have a significant other is that they they got to be cool with it or else it ain't going to work. Either your relationship's not going to work or the streaming's not going to work. That's just how I see it at least because it's a lot of time you commit to this. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. I did not, Jojo. (laughs) Day Andrew wants to know my thoughts on our custom league game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember that game you guys played. I mean... It was, uh, I mean, I knew I, you could have obviously killed me if you had a better pitcher, but, um, there's uh, no better pitcher in the world. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> give up like 20 life, runs bro. with the same pitcher. So, I mean, wait, what pitcher? Yeah. Confidence is overrated. That game, right? Catfish. Yeah, big yeah. Bro, I love oh, catfish last year. <laughs> it was like oh, man. 28 to 25 or something one. like that. I think they made like five parts of TikTok. <laughs> yeah, there were so many runs scored. I couldn't fit it all in one. I did yeah. it like five, <laughs> five parts. Uh, I love that. That was fun. Um, yeah, I mean, going back to the father question, it's really easy to make content with uh, Day as my son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I even know C Rev was like this, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can be fucking savage sometimes, bro. I love it. I love it. Like that. I like that. (laughs) Boom. Roasted. (laughs) (laughs) Nice soundbite. I'm a little concerned you just pulled that up so fast. Oh, Scan's got it. Scan's way too quick with it. it. He's way too quick. Yeah, way too quick with the sounds. (laughs) I'm quick with it, my guy. Um, <laughs> I have a question. Uh, what is one card uh that you could bring into MLB the Show that you would want? Yes, vouch. ASAP. Big vouch. I am between. ASAP. I'm always between two people. There's a lot I would love, but as a Mariners fan, I would love to either use Randy Johnson or A Rod. Mm-hmm. I think A-Rod. that's the two. Randy Johnson. Johnson. I need Randy Johnson. I can see MLB fucking that up though, but that that should be an untouchable card. So straight. I could heat. see I could see him being untouchable, oh, or he's for sale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No in between, one or the other. Oh, that's how it is. Yeah. My my card would be because I'm a Twins fan. I I need Joe Maurer back in my life. Really yes, bad. he was I, nasty, I bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, Joe Maurer was so good. I would miss mm-hmm. him very much. He was oh, I haven't heard of Barry. Wow, I'm surprised. I just a Barry Bonds. I mean, I prime a prime Barry Bonds card that can steal would be incredible. But I was saying is they could make like three separate Barry Bonds cards. They could be 99s. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine make, that as an inning collection? That'd be they so could just cool. make three Barry Bonds at different points in his career. Yeah, yeah like A Rod in '16, they had three. Mm-hmm. They had uh, Seattle, Texas, and uh, Yankees. Yeah, a like, Seattle was gross. Easily. 
They should uh, fix check swings before they put Barry Bonds in the game because he's going to have 125 <laughs> discipline for sure. He'd have 130 discipline. Yeah, I bet you he could check swing and hit a homer anyway. So um, <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. I'd like to see more lefty pitchers in the game, like starters, yeah. like Randy and Koufax would be cool. Carlton. Yeah. That'd be... um, all those yeah, guys yeah. would be super yeah. cool. Yeah, this what I... And I was probably going to hear a Barry Zito. <laughs> Pedro card you already that. know about Zito. <laughs> Curveball outlier. <laughs> <laughs> Make it bigger. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> they should do break outliers. It'd be super cool. No, I like that. That would be... They need to make breaking balls better, man. It's like... Yeah. Only I hope that comes back down. You can't throw a changeup or a curveball anywhere. Ants, do you have one? I would be a rod as well. I want, <laughs> I want, I think, I think along with Barry Bonds, he'd be one of the few you could probably give him a SIG, a Prime, and an awards card, and mm-hmm. they would all be different enough to like justify it. And I'm still here for that. Mm-hmm. Best shortstop in history. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Anything else, guys? Uh, there was a couple questions I saw. Kinda... I know Zoo has been asking a couple times about our feelings and like the end of the year content, and if that, um, as we get towards the end of the year content, <laughs> that will be the show start to get boring, stale. Have we thought about playing other games? Our fears and hesitations with that stuff, just conversation about the game kind of dying out. You could say, yeah, I think and how that affects content. I think it's very hard to do at the beginning if you're just starting streaming. And I feel like a lot of people that are just getting into it feel that pressure. But I mean, I, I was going to, I was going to say that as a, as a streamer, it's pretty hard to do that because I'm still, I'm still finding the core base, mm-hmm. base the core people that was, you know, but I can just be talking about sports all day. Like everybody here has this core fan base, no matter what they do, whether it's a different game, you have people that just stick there. So Mm-hmm. I'm a new person. It's hard for me to do it because you can drastically see the change of viewership from MLB, which everybody knows you from, like mm-hmm. COD, or go to 2K. And I'm doing it so I, I can be sane. I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. I just want a little break. But it's kind of hard for people like me to just jump on that. But at the same time, like I tell people on my stream, just like how we do this for you and content for you, us as streamers need some sanity too. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably don't want to end stream. I don't. I want to keep streaming. But at the same time, I can't just play this all day. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna lose it. I don't want to be negative on my own. Stream. Mm-hmm. Up on something else, and I say, hey, you want to leave, and it's all it's all cool, man. Hey, let's let's vibe out. But it is harder for a smaller streamer to just jump from game to game. Mm-hmm. Cause it definitely shows. Mm-hmm. I think if you go on, sorry, scan. Um, I just uh, if you have that, if you if you know. Like, it's obviously not going to be as good as when you're playing MLB The Show, usually. So I feel like if you have that mindset and you're okay with that and, and you know, you just want to have a good time, I mean, I I definitely recommend it because I do it all the time, especially on Fridays, and there goes my camera for some reason. Um, But, yeah, I think, I think it's definitely something healthy that people should be doing every once in a while. I think I think it's definitely important to find a balance. I I know for me, like I enjoy streaming the most whenever there's and I'm like able to interact and hang out and chat with viewers. So a lot of times, if that's what you know MLB brings, and that's you know that makes it enjoyable in that sense. But at the same time, you have to have that balance of 
you know, okay, hey, every once in a while I'm going to go play a different game and understand that people aren't going to be there. And I think if you go in with that mindset of, you know, hey, people are going to leave, it's going to happen, then it helps kind of soften that blow a little bit. And then as well, you can even help to form, you know, better connections with those viewers that do stay because then they get to see you in a different environment. They get to see you, um, you know, somewhat acting a little bit differently and you kind of, you know, they get to see you under a different light and that can help make them even more strong viewers than they were beforehand. Definitely. And in, okay. just in general, it's the kind of thing you have to to build up. Like you do it every so often, very little, then there's nothing really to expect out of it. But if you build yourself up as someone like, you know, you play MLB the show, but you like the Verge and other stuff, and you do that often enough, then that blow is lessened because people know you to play other things. And if you like, I don't know, some people just grow to identify themselves with one game with all their content. And when they do verge away from that, it's just going to happen. Like all of us mainly play MLB the show. And at the end of the day, even though like they like our personalities, a lot of times people want to watch MLB the show. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times if you're not playing MLB the show, they'll go to someone else who's playing MLB the show. So it's like, it's just a part of it. And the big thing is just not to really like get offended at yourself, or like Beat up yourself on it. Mm -hmm. Just like try to like make it a normal thing. If you can, where to the point where like people know like oh he's just playing another game for a night and they want to chill and they want to chill and if you don't do yeah, it that, often that, with, sporadically I feel like with time streaming you get definitely, that definitely yeah if, if you start to stream when MLB comes out all you all you're gonna do is play MLB twenty four seven five months straight straight and then when you hit your seven eighth ninth month like we are now we want to play different games and console just came out it was hard like for me I've been playing for so long this with just MLB that when they do it it's just like a weird thing for people like i never seen him play cod so it's kind of weird let me just jump out of here it's probably just an uncomfortable feeling for you mm -hmm. but i do i think it comes with time and again that's what comes with a core fan base if you have a core mm -hmm. fan base that knows you for two years this is what you do your repetition is six months mob and the rest you know <laughs> something different but mob incorporated in it then people just know that and they know how they know that's how it works so it all comes mm -hmm. with time yeah, one thing one thing i love yeah. doing is i'll start a stream with mob do that for an hour or so and then switch on over mm -hmm. to something else. So, you know, if I were to start a stream with 2K, then maybe some random viewer or follower, you know, wouldn't click on and watch. But if I started with MLB and then they start watching MLB because they're, you know, that's what they usually do. And then I switch over to 2K. It's like, oh, I'm already here. I'm already watching. I'll hang out for a little bit and watch some 2K. And, you know, who knows? Maybe they end up liking it, enjoying it. It helps carry kind of some of that momentum and kind of lessen the blow quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's also, definitely a good game plan. Also, like, if you're thinking about it from a business point, too, like, we're at the end of the cycle, and even more the case with this one, it seems like a lot less people are enjoying the game for what it is at this point. Um, there's not, it, once, there's only a certain core viewer base of MLB at this point in the year, and once they all know you, there's not that growth potential that you could have in a potential other game, too. Mm -hmm. So you gotta think about it that way as well, to justify you for moving elsewhere. Yeah, just naturally at this time of year. I mean, we've seen it literally every single year. The viewership mm -hmm. tends to go down quite a bit. And that's, you know, some people I know who are smaller streamers maybe uh, might think it's, you know, part of their part. But th that's just the trend of the game. It naturally just dies down until we uh, get announcement streams. And then even then, you know, in between, like, the next, like, final, like, month or less than a month until the next game it's just still kind of like a wasteland 
for the most part, besides like the core base that watches you every single day. Um, but you just gotta remember that, and it's always you gotta be you gotta play what you enjoy. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't. It's not good to go live and just be miserable. It's not healthy. I it's, agree. I don't ever recommend yeah, that. Definitely. To that point, though, if you're just getting into the scene, um, this could be a time to take advantage for you. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, I everything with my channel basically start around this time of the year, like right around Christmas time, was when I I kept on playing MLB the Show, and that's how I basically built up everything before the game came out. There's so many people like us who played it since day one, are kind of getting tired of it. This is a time for you to just get in there and get known and get your face out there while there are so many less people in the directory. Because day one comes around, a bunch of people are coming back, a bunch of new faces, and there's tens of people in there. So you, this is the opportunity to get yourself out there mm -hmm. uh, everywhere and just get your name out there. I mean, it, it's really a big deal to do that if you really want to at this point in the year. Yeah, I think Day tweeted about that like many months ago, like – the beginning of fall i think mm -hmm. somewhere around there like he said something like this is the part of the year where people start to drop off so if you're getting into content or you're thinking about it like it's a really good time because not only are you more exposed than normal relatively but you're also getting practice for next year so definitely i think the time i spent during the winter months last year was one of the most crucial points for me because like even those YouTube subs may have helped. Like if I didn't hit YouTube partner before 20 came out, then my videos might not have been pushing the algorithm as much and stuff. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's all, uh, it all goes together and it's a really good time. It's a really good idea to get going. If you're going to do it to do it now before the new game comes out. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It's I see a lot of people hopping onto YouTube right now that normally wouldn't cause they're trying to do that exact same thing. Like uh, other streamers and stuff. And, I'm trying to do the same, you know, YouTube is a beast of its own and uh but I think it's a good idea 100%. I think of YouTube and streaming at this point of year is different though. Mhm. Mm uh for YouTube, you want to focus on uh Scuffy actually tweeted it out earlier today or yesterday. He knows that like now's not the growing time for YouTube because mm -hmm. there's more worried about viewers whereas like it seems like Twitch has that that loyal what they want to watch type thing. Mm -hmm. So you can into a community there but there's a lot less people that just want to watch mlb the show on youtube and most creators are still at least putting out youtube videos yeah so you focus on creating like your content what you want to do like narrow in on what you want to do for the next year on youtube mm -hmm. whereas you can insert yourself and potentially get growth within twitch mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no that's fair and like actually understanding how to make a youtube video is like very yeah learn the skills mm-hmm and now's the I'm time where you can just try bad. something and try something and different. And even if it doesn't turn out well, you just go out there and try and learn because, like, there's no punishment to it now. Like, you know, the thing when the game comes out is, like, you almost have, like, a a slightly limited time window where it's, like, you got to make sure you're on the point at this time window. If you wait a little too long to get rolling, then you're not going to keep up with the rest of the people. At least I feel that way because... Last year when I got going, I was really lazy. And then I got going a little later. So I'm a little bit, I'm catching up with things in respect to other people. I feel like if you're on the point for day one of the new game, then you're you're in a great, you're putting yourself in the best position you can. Mm -hmm. So yeah. now is the time to build that up, I would say. 
And uh, as to, to add on to the YouTube part, as someone who originally started making YouTube videos, the video editing process and just thumbnails and just the quality of video that you want, you feel you want to put out is a very hard thing to learn. So over this next couple of months, the it's a good time, especially with uh, you, you shouldn't, you know, it's not shouldn't not a time where you sh maybe should focus on views to uh, get that stuff worked out until um, the new game comes out. And you might have an extra month or so to work on it this year with uh, mm -hmm. delays and whatnot of the release. Definitely. Um, I had a pretty interesting conversation. I don't know how deep, it's up to you guys how deep you want to get into it, but I definitely, like, have experienced this in the past, so I just kind of want to know your guys' thoughts. Andy brings up, have you guys ever had people that feel like they, they're your boss because they gift subs? I've had people do it a couple times. It's a really weird feeling. And it's it's tough because, like, I don't ever expect anyone to sub to my channel and when they do I'm super appreciative but sometimes when you have you know it's, it's almost like that unsaid you know thing that you you feel it but you know you you may not talk about it but I think that's a really good you know topic to bring up because sometimes it feels like you know some viewers want a certain thing out of you and and sometimes you just gotta stick to your guns and 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 just keep you know doing doing what you're doing already and and not change because of the the subs or anything like that yeah i mean you just gotta set boundaries just like mm -hmm. anything with with work or anything in life like like i said earlier like this con at the end of the day the content is my content mm -hmm. and my number one of my top goals should be to not let other people control what happens with my content so if that vibe is going on, then there are ways you can diffuse that without mm -hmm. cutting ties. Um, but it may just get to a point where you just have to say it outright and then maybe it'll simmer down. I haven't experienced that yet. I'm sure it'll happen, but mm -hmm. uh, it's your content at the end of the day. So do we have to do to, to retain ownership? Definitely. No, I agree. I've heard stories with, a couple other streamers i think with one situation i'm not gonna name names or a situation but it's really a difficult situation especially like when you're just getting established and you're growing like you don't like know about that separation entirely when you're first building the community it's like when someone gives subs like it's super cool and you think it's just like kind of normal or like oh hey you want to do this and like oh well this person gifted subs i'll go do that but like that separation you don't have that yet like we were saying seabrev and it's a big thing to emphasize off the start because there will be people a lot of times you'll run into whether they're, they're direct with it or they're more subtle with it and they try to control you and tell you what to do and how to act. And you can't let those people do that because you know what you got to do right and you got to stick to that. But there's always those people out there that almost want to like make you something that you're not. And or they'll like, do it uh, to get something out of you too. Yeah, you know? I've seen that yeah. too. That I was just about to say I – and it's not my growth is not huge like that, but I'm growing. But I, I've seen a lot of people come in and show a certain amount of love and be with the message. And mm -hmm. the message was something pertained to something for themselves. Mm -hmm. If I don't answer yep. in the way they thought I should answer, because they probably subbed or gifted a sub or gave me a hundred biddies or whatever it is, I haven't seen them. Mm -hmm. And and I, I've seen that. And I'm I'm a quick per I'm quick. And everybody on my channel, and I'm quick. I cut ties in a second. I don't like you. I don't feel like you are 
cutting you out, but shit like that. I can, I'm a good, I can read you, mm-hmm. can read what you want, I can read by how you even say hello, how it's too much, too much nice and hi, yo, you're the best, you're the greatest. Hey, I got to message you real quick, man. Hey, I'm trying my own channel. Like, yeah, sure. You're, you're saying all that because mm-hmm. you think I'm about to give you everything I like. I can't, you know, even have people that hit me up and ask about ideas. Literally, I go in the stream because I'm a lurker and I, I see certain shit. But like, I just told you that I do that. Not It's so much that people do. They see your growth that they would like to either take or have or have some of it or you help them too because they helped you or something. I see that. And, and going into this platform, I see that everywhere. Not even my own stream. I see in other people's mm-hmm. streams. I see people's mods do some weird shit in their streams. I see some be even more toxic. And other people, it's, it's so much going around. And going back to what Seabreath said, man, I, I, anything toxic, anything bad, I cut that shit out. I don't want it near me. I don't want mm-hmm. it around me. I don't need that around. I don't need you even going around saying, hey, I'm, I'm from Limitless Stream, but here I'm going to be an asshole. I'm going to be a dick, and I'm going to troll this whole stream right now and go back, and this is my crew because that's that's not what I'm about. So mm-hmm. you see a lot of that. I, mean, I think that's everywhere, though. It's not no. only just MOB. No, definitely not. Overall. Yeah, I mean, that happens in, like, mm-hmm. art even in real life. Like, it's very cutthroat uh, with the local people and stuff. But yeah, you just gotta, uh, we all know no is a very powerful word and that's a cliche, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of power in uh, being able to like say no or like this is this is not what we're going to do like without saying it. I think your demeanor on stream is really powerful. Like if you just, if you're getting trolled, if people are trying to use you, like you can react in ways that will shut them down that don't affect the mood of the stream. Mm-hmm. And so that's a really good skill to learn that I've definitely gotten a lot better at. Um, and that's goes back to something too, that I wasn't really prepared for when I started making content is like being in what I consider a professional setting, but having to deal with literal children is like really weird to me. Like actually, like I feel I'm at work when I'm streaming, but then there's Mm -hmm. also 13, 14, 15 year olds around constantly. Um, and so we have, we say dad brev a lot in stream, but you just have to like handle it in a way that keeps your vibe right and keeps your circle right long term. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, I mean, even if you got to go ahead, body too, it has to. Happen. I think you just got to do it. And I see a lot of streamers like that. People want to be so nice. Mm-hmm. See that everywhere. Like you want to be nice when you want to make them happy. You don't want to be negative. Some people are in your stream being negative. You don't want to be an asshole like that. So you try to say nice. Hey, you know, I don't like. And sometimes these people in this internet who are behind computers. Ain't hearing that, you know. To them, this is how they act tough. This is how they lash out. Whatever the hell they're going through, and this is how they do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes stepping your foot out, let them know, like I'm not for that. That cuts that shit right out, and you'll see people leave because they—that's what they will like to do. So you want to weed out the bad and keep the good, man, and keep your community and your support group solid. And I feel like that's important. Uh, mm-hmm. Have your support group very solid. Yeah, and it's a progression. Like I'll definitely body people if I have to, and. <laughs> Chat like rallies around you when you do that too. If you do it right, you yeah, know what I mean? love yeah. So, That's one thing I don't do enough. You just don't. Yeah. You just don't want it to be like your thing. Like it's a mm-hmm. delicate balance. Like you don't want to be the guy that's always like bodying people. But like, there's gonna be people where that's just like they get to the last straw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, hundred percent. Either get banned or you're bodied and then banned or you know it's a, <laughs> you have streaming to stop is an art. The entire chat gets in the way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too watching it, so you have to cut that line at some point. That's why I I believe in just banning. I don't know. Like I know people who say, "Hey, leave the trolls." I want to talk to the trolls. 
I don't give you a time of day. You can say your sentence, whatever you was about to write to me. Yeah. You're out, you're gone. Let's keep it going. Let's keep the music pumping. We playing. Like I can't, Mm -hmm. once I stop my my mood, my my groove, I, I, you're messing with me. You're messing with my zen, even messing with my chat. I just Mm -hmm. rather just cut you out, ban you, say sayonara. I play a little clip and I'm gone. We out. We keep playing. I don't know. Yeah. I'm actually different from, I'm different from Limitless in that regard. I, I say that a lot, actually let the trolls troll. Um, but it's just a way for me to like, I don't know. I feel like if they feel humiliated in some way that it'll kind of like wean them from doing it. Like obviously I'll ban them um, uh, uh, over time, but mm-hmm. like I'll let the trolls troll because at least for a little bit, unless they're crazy over the top, just because like they're looking for a reaction. And so mm-hmm. if you and- just like, if you basically just like demean everything they're trying to do, it's like really deflating to them if they're normal people. If And then there's the not normal people where you just have to get rid of them. Yeah, I mean, there. You also got to think about like I've, I've had trolls come in that end up becoming like really solid viewers and good parts of the community after mm-hmm. a while because mm-hmm. you never know what they're coming from. They could be coming from XQC's community where everyone's just trolling and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and going God, nuts, and then they have to pick up on the vibe of of your stream. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I'm more with Brev too, but there are times where I can just tell and uh, yeah. just I'll cut. You also. I think me and Georgia were talking about it. Some people don't know how to break the ice. So they'll, they'll say something weird like that. They'll say something that just didn't really sound right. But that's the way mm-hmm. they, that's like their hello to you. <laughs> I don't know. You yeah. know what it is? Knowing yourself too no, patient. Yeah. Like probably C. Brev and Swan are very patient. I know my attitude. I know how I am. Well, I kind of have a lot. I, I can't. You know, if I was very patient, I could deal with you. Hey, talk all day. I'll give you. I know myself. I'll oh, snap yeah. on your ass in a second. I'd rather cut you out before I go beast mode and just <laughs> rather just weed it out. It's, it, it's knowing yourself. It makes me better. So again, yeah. everybody has their own thing. Nobody's wrong at all. That's yeah. how you do it. Serenity, hey, do you have something to add? Yeah, go yeah. on, Serenity. Uh, <laughs> no, they're good. Uh, to add on to what Swan says, they also, they could just be having like, I know some people, uh, for some reason, choose to just be a troll because maybe they're having a bad day or they're they're going through something, right? And so I always, if I always just see if they one even just say something funny because most of the time, at least in my stream, I usually get like the generic like cut your hair, you're fat, yada yada yada, right? Uh, and so I I I usually just let them like live for like a minute or so to see if they say something funny, and I rarely ever get that, you know, trolls. Uh, or or I just you know I just like to see if they could change you know I, I always try to give people a second chance but I mean if they're just being annoying I mean I just kick them out you know like everyone else here yeah. would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a couple people that back when I was first getting in I I felt like back then they were super trolly but they still would like come by the channel every day and eventually like they they like lighten up to me I think some people just have really thick walls they don't open up to people in an easy manner like some of us do. So, like, they just, like, they stay very, like, focus on you and try to make fun of you. And that's mm-hmm. my way of breaking those walls, I guess. And um, definitely, I've had a couple people in my community that are like that. And I think just in general, it's more of, like, uh, just getting used to it. Because, like, a lot of times you do take it, it's like, oh, this person's just trolling. You kind of have to get used to it and just, like, realize, like, it's a practice thing, like, with everything with this. That there are some people that you have to get used to interacting with people for the first time and then coming in and being harsh with it and some people are going to be not the same way so it's kind of a practice thing i feel like with that that whole dynamic 
Yeah, going back to, uh, just really quick to what uh, like Swan and uh, Scanner talking about. Um, someone in my chat uh, one day like came in and and they were kind of trolling. They also had like kind of a trollish name, and now they're my like number one mod and they're a huge contributor to my channel so like that whole bit like jugsy saying like some people don't know how to say hello or like sometimes like you don't know the vibe of the person chatting like you obviously don't know their sarcasm you don't understand like their jokes i i kind of like the idea of letting it breathe a little bit because you might get that personality from that person that's watching too Well, yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, he cut out, so I didn't know. I was waiting for something. I didn't know if he was still talking. Yeah, I thought it cut out too. I was like, yeah, oh, I, was like, like yeah, I had this articulated. Oh, oh, I, like, like, <laughs> I, I knew so. I knew someone was gonna get to a cup. I was waiting. We should just name this awkward silences, honestly. I was in my head. I was like, I got a great idea. I'm going to say it. Silence. So I was like, oh, dope. All right. I'm going to. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's what happens in these Discord calls. Yeah. That, that nah, disconnect. Cool. This is a good call. Imagine yeah, like a Zoom, is Zoom calls in class. It's tough. Why well, I observe a high school oh, class. Tell me and, about like, it. I, it's I bad, it so dude. It's just yeah. like, so Zoom people, what's the answer to this? Cricket. Cricket. Cricket, cricket, and I'm just like, Ugh. It's so awkward, dude. Well, uh, I, I mean, uh, I asked a question for like 20 minutes. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was his question? What, what was Goonies' question? Okay. Um, Let's get to Goonies' PS5s question. or something? Yeah, I, I think he was asking skin. which. I don't have one yet. Yeah, he, he said, like, you guys with the PS5, which, which PS5? Yep. Yep. Um, um, I got the disc, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and whichever one is just, like, your personal preference. Like, I like to get disc versions of games. So, like, I, I got the disc version. They're exactly the same. If you think it's something you would do, like, you get a disc game, and you either want to return it, or you want to just, like, have the physical version, then get the disc version. Yeah. So uh, right, even, I'm, I'm all digital, like, past about uh, four or five years, so I, I just got, got the digital one. Yeah. Take care. I mean, I, I got the disc because it was the only one available for pre-order at the That's time. <laughs> Pretty much yeah. same here. So I got $100 the digital. for a pre-order. I'll do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, at this yeah, point, hundred percent. Uh, a physical copy of a game. I have no idea. So for that reason, I was like, I passed up like two pre-orders because they were physical. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I passed up two. And now you look back, you're like, damn. People going crazy for these things. Yeah, That's you're like, eh, eh, I'm good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The you fan? guys don't want to hear me then. <laughs> I haven't even yeah. tried. I'm not even going to try till 21 comes out. Yeah. No, a lot of people are in that same boat, wizard. too. It's it's a damn war zone. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not working stress for me. I, got lucky. I actually got mine on the very, very first pre-order drop from Walmart. Like that, that came out like a day before it was supposed to. It was just random, just randomly dropped. I clicked on it. And I was like, "Oh my god, should I do it?" And I just did it, and I got it. Mm -hmm. Oh, you were that early? That's actually yeah. Wow. <laughs> I got I got mine on launch day on 
Target at one thirty-seven in the morning. Yeah, I got lucky. <laughs> I've never clicked on things so fast in my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> the card's ready. Like, yep, you get the account already. You got the card information on. You know you wanted something so bad that when you show up, even if you got the email confirmation, I was there like, yo, something's about they're not gonna have it they don't have it it's out of stock yeah, she gave it to me i was like let me run or something else happens oh. yo you're running I out of that store you're like ain't nobody getting this i did the earliest pickup time at best buy 6 a.m nobody else was there they brought it out to my car mm -hmm. i buckled that bad boy in and drove home. yeah i buckled it in too <laughs> what i held it the whole the time was like this right in the way <laughs> talk to it man the best is when you go to put the order in and it's in your car and it's just like we're out of stock and you can't put the order through. Yeah, like, so I know a ton of people do that. Man, I feel bad. Walmart and stuff. It's tough, man. That's the worst feeling. It happened to me with one pre-order. Tried to get it at uh, I think it was Walmart first, and then it canceled, and then I end up getting one in later that day. Like <laughs> it's it's really bad. Those price that like gougers are the worst people on the planet. Oh yeah, this Meeks. I remember I met. Cut off. Are we not falling into this awkward again? What else, man? <laughs> I think you cut off. We're waiting for you to say something. Yeah, I don't know what that cutout was. I think that's what caused that last. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think I think I'm gonna end it here, guys. Um Yeah. It's been, you know, way longer than I ever old. expected, and <laughs> you guys are always welcome to come back. I think we should all do this again, because it was a great conversation. But yeah, I appreciate all you guys uh, taking the time in, um, and, and everyone contributing to the conversation. Um, to much success for you guys next year, and congrats on all the success this year. Um, I can only imagine this conversation a year from now. That's all I'm going to say. So, um... Yeah, do you guys have any last remarks? Cool look back on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A year from now, I'll probably have an even worse hairline. <laughs> Swan's going to be bald this time next year. <laughs> I'll, have a bigger, I'll have more hair. So we can just I'll have more hair. <laughs>